Ryan. Welcome. How are you doing today? I'm excellent. How are you doing, Kelly? I am doing fantastic. Um, guys, I'm so excited. I've got Ryan O'Hara here from Lead IQ. Um, he is the, I guess your official title is Growth and Marketing Development Director. Yeah, so, well, uh, the official <laughs> title is I'm a VP of Growth and Marketing, but I, okay. I do a lot of focus on, the hard part is marketing and growth have sort of meshed online into the same thing. So it's sort of, it, you say growth, it means marketing, but I do a lot of stuff with marketing too for us and our brand. Cool. But yeah, so. So, so I was uh, a couple episodes back, you guys right, m might remember, I had Jonathan Sorez from Agency Labs on. And yep. he was chatting up uh, Lead IQ, Lead IQ. So I figured, you know what? I use Lead IQ in my consulting practice. Why don't I just get somebody from Lead IQ? Who better than Ryan? And you were so gracious to uh, accept and, and come on the show. So I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I always love when customers tell people about us and spread, obviously, the Lead IQ gospel. We're, we're sort of, for people that don't know what we are and what we do, um, we're on a mission right now to try and fix prospecting. Right now, the world is full of people that send bad emails. Prospects don't look forward to getting emails, and they get trained to not look at cold email and also deal with cold calls and all that prospecting stuff. What we're trying to do is get rid of all the manual, tedious tasks that you do with prospecting so that you can focus on what you're actually going to say to your prospect. Yeah. And so the way we do that is by like uh, using different tools that we use that help give you contact data for your leads. If you're on LinkedIn, you want to go grab someone's email address or send it right into your system that you're using for sales or sales loft or outreach or Salesforce. We'll send stuff into there. Um, that's basically our bread and butter. And, and uh, pretty excited too because in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be adding some more intelligent stuff to our tools so that if you ever have a list and you don't have emails, we can go find emails for you too. Oh, that's that's amazing. Yeah, so like, let's say, like, let's say you're going to a conference and you're trying to work, work people there at the conference. One of the things that conferences do is they – they give you the list, but they're like, hey, you have to sponsor in order to get the emails. Right. You literally get the sample list, send it to us, go book a bunch of meetings, then decide to sponsor after you book the meetings. And it'll help you basically save a ton of money. Like we've done this actually for ourselves too. We were trying to decide whether we wanted to do a couple conferences and they sent us the list of people that were going before signing on to do the conference. We booked 15 to – I think we did 17 meetings the last one we did and then decided to sign on after we booked the meetings. That's so amazing. Like, yeah, it's, it makes it better to be more efficient. So yeah. we're working on a lot of list building stuff like that too. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so one of the things that I want to talk about today was the fact that uh, I find that agencies, um, they try to be all things to all people if they you know, could figure out who their ideal prospects are and just market to them. Kind of, I call it like uh, fishing in the smallest pond with the shiniest lure, right? Um, yeah. That's ultimately where you want to be, right? So... Um, from your perspective, why is it so important to be laser, so laser focused um, when it comes to who your ideal prospects are from where you're sitting? Yeah. So what's happened is back when I first got out of college and I was doing prospecting, uh, I remember I went through this process. So I, I was the first business development guy at a company called Dine. Uh, they've since been acquired by Oracle for like 600 million bucks, uh, which is cool. But I, I was their first BD guy. And it used to be really easy to go write a cold email and get a response or do a cold call because less people in that space were doing it. Like the, the old school sales style hadn't really passed on into the software server side, agency side. Uh, now the trend obviously in agencies is everyone's opening up boutique shops and stuff, which is meaning that you're having many, many customers instead of having like one of the big ones instead. Um, because of that, 
what it means is uh, people are being trained to not look at prospecting tactics. They're being trained. I mean, for example, well, we, I've gotten five emails and we just started this, uh, this blog. Um, I've gotten five emails already from vendors just talking to you right now. Right. And so like I'm seeing it on my phone as I look left here. It's on my <laughs> phone. Oh, wow. That, I'm, a, I'm a person with buying power here. Agencies are going through the same exact thing as well. So if, if you can be more laser focused, uh, it's going to make it so that your outreach is more precious. And the idea is that like instead of going after a giant list of leads and being like, I want to get all these leads, turn them into customers because they're in agencies and stuff, what you can do is instead is pick 30 or 40 really important customers you want to break into and then use your agency brain to think about how to break in or uh, be more creative and have, like come up with a campaign that's just for that one person instead. Because in the business-to-business world, you get one contract, it's – it's great results, especially if your customer acquisition cost isn't too high. Right. So, um, like I mentioned, Jonathan was talking about Lead IQ and how that really helps with prospecting. He works with a lot of agency owners, as do I do, uh, as do you. Um, so, talk a little bit about how Lead IQ specifically solves that problem of trying to like manually grab information and connect with all these different people and put spreadsheets together. Like, how does it actually physically streamline the process? Yeah, so what happens right now is most people, if they go find someone on LinkedIn that they want to prospect, the process is usually this. There's two types of things that happen. Either someone reaches out to someone because they're on a list or they reach out to someone because they work at a company that you want to get as a customer. Mm -hmm. The latter is the better way to do it, by the way, if you're going to do this stuff. But what ends up happening is you end up looking in your sales systems like Salesforce or if you're using someone else, like maybe you're using HubSpot CRM. Uh, you'll go look up in someone's system to see if they've had any interaction with your company before you reach out, especially if you have a larger sales team. What ends up happening is you end up opening up LinkedIn, finding the best contact anyway, and then you have to go look in some database to go find the person's email address. We tried to get rid of those steps and uh, stem it so that like, you just literally find the person first on LinkedIn and do all your activities and know how, how that person's in all your sales systems in one click. We do it based off of first name, last name, and company name. So you give us those three inputs on your browser, we're going to be able to dig up and go find the person's contact information all over the web. We do all kinds of cool, tricky stuff. I'll give you an example. We'll go see if we can match that person up to a Twitter profile and see if they've ever tweeted their email address out. We'll go look and see if that person's ever registered a domain name before. Uh, this is like one of the 300 different things we do in milliseconds to go find the person's email address. And uh, once we find that stuff, we then go and try and verify the information. We have a couple, that's our secret sauce is how we verify it a little bit. But um, once you we have- You don't give too much away. Yeah, I don't, I don't, hey, go build this and compete with us. But like, <laughs> we'll go verify something. And once it's verified, we'll pass that record into Salesforce. If you use an email tool like SalesLoft or Outreach, we'll pass it into that information. If you want to just import it into Google Sheets or a spreadsheet or our web app spreadsheet, you can also do that stuff too. And we'll just, we'll go find all the information, company size, employees, domain name, uh, all that stuff that you normally would have to manually put into your system to keep track of. Right. And then it's just a quick export to CSV and you're good to go. Yeah. And some people, some people actually link up to Google Sheets right away. And when they do that, they actually make it so that uh, the export to CSV uh, process doesn't even have to get done. They'll just okay. prospect off of Google Sheets. Yeah. Cool. So it's great. If, it's really great, especially if you're starting out and you don't have a CRM yet. Uh, like, let's say you can't afford a Salesforce. You can use us and just kind of do it through spreadsheets at first. And someday when you're ready to get a CRM, you just import those spreadsheets in and get all your activities in. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, 
that's a big reason we kind of built it is just to make it really easy. Prospecting shouldn't be hard. It should be fun. Yeah. And it, it can be actually, you know? I mean, if you're a geek like me, I love it. I love the, the whole process of it. Well, there's all kinds of like really cool sales hacks you can do too before you prospect someone. So like, I'll give you an example of one thing that uh, I really like to do. We have some people that use Lead IQ just to, uh, it's not the only reason, but a lot of them will actually use it to um, find and prospect their competitors. Oh. And so, like their competitors' customers. And here's a cool way you could do it. A lot of people on LinkedIn by default will have their connections. Like you'll go to a, a screen on LinkedIn and they'll show their connections. Some people make that information public for people as long as you are first to read connection to someone. You connect with a competitor uh, on LinkedIn and they have their connections public, you could actually go prospect uh, their entire prospect list and build it with LeadIQ. You just click to the connection. If you have Sales Navigator, click on the number of connections they have. Then you can set up any filter and then run it and go go build a list really quick. We do this all the time for not competitors but complementary services. So like if someone uses Salesforce for us, it's a slam dunk customer. We have a really good shot at closing them. So our prospect team will go and like connect up with all the Salesforce reps. And I know Salesforce reps – are connecting up with their customers when they interact with them like at work right. and they connect with them on LinkedIn. I know they're a good customer. You can actually do the same thing sort of when you're working with uh, different deals on the agency side too. And it's, it's a clever idea. You could find complimentary services that also target agencies who already paid, you know, thousands of dollars to figure out who they should be targeting, what makes a good account. Some of them use software to figure that stuff out. And uh, we, we, can make it really easy for you to deduce that based off of LinkedIn connections. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Um, but then we get to the point of what are you actually going to go after them with in terms of the messaging? And one of the things that I thought was awesome that I heard that you had done was these um, these rate my pitch events and just you know sort of like this ongoing thing that you're trying to get people to to close more deals. And in order to do that, you've got to have the right messaging. Can you talk a little bit about uh, rate my pitch? Yeah, definitely. So uh, we actually did one. Uh, we we do these pretty much, I'd say, bi-monthly. We do them once or twice a month, depending on offline and online, and trying to stem it in. But we, what we do is people attend these events. They send us their cold emails, or they send. We do it digitally. They send us their cold emails, and we look at their cold emails and give them feedback on what makes a good cold email. Um, to put it in perspective, I have four people that prospect to my team. We average a thirty percent response rate, so we're really, really good at getting responses. Um, a big part of it obviously stems from personalization and things along those lines. But the uh, the cool part about it is we start there, but we actually have evolved it um, so that we can use it as a lead gen pr practice. And here's what you can do. We'll go uh, get one individual rep to do rate my pitch with us at the company. They love it. They try some of the stuff. And then we follow up with them and say, hey, want us to do this for the whole team? And instead of going and spending all this time and effort filling up seats for a webinar with thousands of different companies on it and only having, you know, 20 or 30% of them showing up, we basically go do rate my pitch on an account basis. And we'll go do rate my pitch for a company with a hundred reps, get all of them in a room, look at their cold emails, give them feedback, answer questions, do it for an hour instead of doing a webinar. Yep. And they look at our product at the same time. We say, Hey, by the way, we're going to show our product for five minutes. Right. They check it out. They're all addicted and want to try it out afterward. We got everyone buying in. You just put in a bunch of time to show that you care about your prospect yep. and end up actually converting afterward. And we've done this We've done this for several customers that have converted really well. It, the thing is people hate saying no to us because we help them out. Right. Well, you're solving a pain point. You're yeah, solving you, actually two pain points. Yeah, and if you're someone that works in your space especially, there's no reason that you can't go and do this stuff because you're consulting. You're like actually helping people with 
creativity and feedback and what to do with your brand and growth hacks, all that stuff. You start putting all that stuff together. Um, there's no reason you couldn't go say, hey, let me do this one thing for your whole team. Yep. And then I'll show you what we do if you guys don't feel like doing this stuff yourself. Yeah, cool. Um, so just as we're wrapping up, uh, what's the one piece of advice that you would leave for the creative agency owners who are watching, um, you know, how they could actually improve their prospecting process and what's something that they can implement starting tomorrow? Yeah, so the biggest thing that's a huge wrinkle is, uh, I'll give you a couple things. First is don't target the company, target the human being. Uh, I think this is the, one of the biggest mistakes that I see a lot of people do. You're in the agency world. You need to do something creative and fun. The future of prospecting, we're going to be a, it's going to be a bunch of prospectors getting in a room with a whiteboard and saying, how are we going to break into these 30 accounts this month? And it's going to be like how agencies come up with campaigns. Mm -hmm. The same thing is going to happen with prospecting. It's getting there. It's slowly catching up as this account-based model is starting to take off. Because of that, you need to approach your prospecting that way. You need to think, is this prospecting thing I'm doing creative? Is it entertaining? Does it stand out? Is, it, is my value prop clear? Is it selfish? Am I doing something that's just for myself? You need to give more than take when you do this stuff. 100%. And the last thing, yeah, and the last thing is you need to make sure that you focus on making the prospect feel wanted and special when you're prospecting them. Don't just send something that you send to 30 other people. No one, no one feels good that way. I've never felt good getting a cold email like that and be like, gee, thanks for thinking of us. I really appreciate <laughs> it. What you're doing is you're leaving it to luck when you do that. If you do something, if you do something where you connect with the person on a human level, go look at their Facebook before you write a prospecting email. See what movies, books, and TV shows they like. Reference something. Don't be like, hello, I saw you like The Big Lebowski. Don't say that. Instead, say like, like reference The Big Lebowski if you like it. Don't fake anything. There's connections that we all have with each other. Right. Like you and I both work in uh, marketing and advertising and think of creative ideas and campaigns and stuff to make our brand stick out. And we do this for a lot of people. Like we have that in common. We can bond over. If I were prospecting you, I'd, I'd totally talk about something that we have that's overlap that has nothing to do with your company necessarily. Right. So the takeaway is that it's all about being authentic. It's all about understanding that there's a human on the other end of this email, this phone, whatever it is. And it's not, you know, companies buying from companies or prospecting companies. It's, it's all H to H, human to human. Yeah. And the other, the, the other thing that you can do is a little test. I, I challenge listeners that hear this. If you're listening to this and, or watching this and you're hearing uh, this idea, ask yourself if you'd ever take your prospect email and post it on Facebook so your friends and family could see it. I bet you most of you would say you would never do that. You'd be right. ashamed. Right. Why are you sending it to a prospect then? Right. right? It's not good. If it's not good enough to post publicly on social media to be ridiculed and talked about by everyone, that it's not good enough for your prospect. This is someone you're trying to convince. To, you're, you're reaching out to a stranger and trying to convince them to give you money. Right. So you, if you're going to do that, you have to actually step up your game and 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 make sure that like you're really proud of the thing you send. And that's that's the best way to do it. Is focus on those things. Awesome. Awesome information. Um, we're going to post a link so people can understand more about Lead IQ, um, potentially get a little bit of a special offer, um, and everything will be in the show notes. Thanks so much for joining me today, Ryan. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it too.